let's go. I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle. All right, Dog Nation. Welcome in. It's before the hedges. Do not freak out. This is a pre-record. Jeff's wearing a tie. You're like, holy good googly moogly. What's going on here? Well, it's before the hedges. We had to do a pre-record this week. Um, lots of stuff going on. We had if you were in Atlanta traffic yesterday, you, you knew what was going on or this evening, uh, bad accident on 285 right around the Chattahoochee got stuck in that for about two hours, but also we had to pre-record our show. So that just means we get to hang out right now at a different time when it streams across all the dog nation so- social channels and platform guys, this is before the hedges, no matter when you see it. No matter what time we air it, brought to you by Kroger, we got a lot to talk about. I think the header for this show that makes a lot of sense is there's three real big pieces of news to whet the appetite, I guess, a little bit. You know, you're on the golf course and you're like, let me see the breeze. Well, they got some things going on right now with the recruiting for the 2024, the 2025, and the 2026 classes. Of course, I guess the change agent for all of this would be Georgia hosting South Carolina for the SEC opener. I think that's probably right now stands to be a very viable contender to be the biggest recruiting weekend of the year, of the season, excuse me. But a lot of stuff to jump into right now. I think the big thing we got to talk about before we get into news, we got a great interview with Makai Barrow, kind of the man of the week with Georgia football recruiting. Everybody's wondering whether uh, the Bulldogs and Kirby Smart are going to take Florida's lunch money again and get a commitment. Uh, are the dogs on a commitment watch for a recent Florida decommitment? Uh, we'll have the answer to that later on our program. We've also got a big visit coming in from, uh, I guess, probably the biggest visitor this weekend. We're going to have the list. We're going to have a great chat with Nye Carr. I'm sure you guys have read the story or tried to see the story on dognation.com right now. Remarkable turnaround for Nye Carr. That's part of our show tonight. I'm going to give you a bird's eye view, kind of an insider's tour when you're in the stadium to know like re- what really goes on on a big recruiting weekend. We're going to talk a little bit about that, especially the in-stadium experience for the recruits. But I think the big thing to talk about right now is the pending visit from modern-day four-star defensive lineman Aiden Breland. Now, Aiden is a five-star for the 24-7 Sports Network. He's a four-star on the composite, about 6'5", about 295, wears number two for one of the top national programs in modern day the monarchs out in california very strong program some news today some news all week with him i guess uh, he's visiting georgia on an unofficial visit he saw georgia in the in the summer in june on an official visit he also saw miami he also saw oregon he's cut his list down to a final three the dogs i've always kind of felt if the dogs get a visit for the south carolina game watch out there he's going to be in town He's got a final three. It looks like he's getting closer and closer to maybe the end game of his decision. That's a big thing to look about. K.J. Bolden, the Florida State commitment at Buford High School. A lot of dog fans still have a candle in the window for K.J. I don't know how viable that is. I think it really sounds like he's going to stay and roll with the Knowles, especially the type of season Florida State now looks like it's capable of having. But he will be in Athens on Saturday. I believe it will be his 16th trip to see Georgia. Of course, the dogs would like to put good things on the field for him to take a look at for the flip possibility there. 
That's a lot. That's a lot of show here to roll through right now here on Dog Nations Before the Hedges. Thank you guys for watching. Thanks you for thanks to everybody for always being there. And let's get things going. The first thing to talk about, perhaps the biggest other kind of plum off the news tree right there, is the recent commitment of the number 56 overall player in the country. That's Chris Cole out of Virginia. If you guys are from um, the Commonwealth, the Commonwealth state watching, you people, the state motto is Virginia, I believe, is for love, for lovers. Other people call it the 50-yard line of the Civil War. So much history, you can't even drive through a town in northern Virginia without catching some history, central Virginia. But the hashtag that Christopher C. Jones, the Georgia uh, commitment, kind of coined over the last couple of weeks is hashtag VA to GA. That's Chris Cole, former safety. You look at him, I don't think Georgia has a, a skill set quite like Chris Cole. I think we got his commitment edit that we put together. You see him there, he's wearing some shades. He wants to be a doctor. He wants to work in sports medicine. He wants to squeeze as much juice as he can out of that football and the football life. And then after that, Chris Cole is going to go be uh, a doctor who wants to work in sports medicine. I think the graphics got him showing off some shades. Chris is a really cool guy. Never made but just one B in their whole high school career. That was in Spanish class. It sounds like some of our producers at dognation.com, Michael Carvel, Kaylee Mansell, that type of academic transcript there but Chris Cole guys used to be 6'3 185 now he's 6'4 220 thumper likes to hit people playing Sam linebacker out of Salem high school in Salem Virginia uh, Chris is just a, a, a kind of a real cool guy to work with he's going to give Georgia think about this guys Georgia has got the number six the number one and the number nine linebackers in the class after cleaning up so well with Raylan Wilson Troy Bowles and C.J. Allen a year ago. That is a hat tip to Glenn Schumann right there. The Dogs get their 27th commitment. Chris Cole is the seventh highest rated commitment in the class. Maybe we should start adding like um, sound effects to Before the Hedges each time. Maybe I'll, I'll get like, you know, Brandon's got the blind squirrel here. Uh, maybe I'll get a bell. Maybe I'll ring a bell every time we have a show where Georgia has had a commitment over the last week prior to our last airing on Before the Hedges. But that's number one out of the big five. There you go. The big five. Chris Cole is a dog. Guys, I'm going to tell you, lots of these commitments roll together. I think this is one folks are going to look back on and say, Georgia really got a guy. Georgia really got a dude for that crowded linebacker room. And why is that important? Just look. Just look recently, recent history. Shmile Munden's been banged up. Raylan Wilson has been banged up. He finally got on the field to flex and show what he can do a little bit, run around, hit some guys, fly around against Ball State last week. But when you have that elite depth, you can keep rolling in elite talent. And I think Chris Cole's a guy that can play early on special teams, might need about a year or two of development. But when he's ready to roll, he's going to look pretty sporty for the dogs in that red and black. Number two on our Before the Hedges Big Five. It happens each and every week, brought to you by Kroger. Let's talk about, I guess, the name of the week. First of all, they call him Mount Mackay at Creekside High School in Fairburn. First of all, if you know anything about Georgia high school football, Creekside High has athletes, physicality, toughness. The pads pop on a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday. Those guys get after it. And Mackay Burrow, Burrow took two official visits this summer. One of them was to Florida. One of them was to Georgia. Really, Florida had loved on him for longer. 
Uh, he's got a really big thing for cars. And so, like, when Florida has this thing with their official visits this year and they're trotting out all the, the cars, that really caught his eye. Of course, Georgia never stopped recruiting him after his uh, commitment to Florida. He decommits this week. He realizes he made that decision too early. He's going to be at Georgia on Saturday. Now, does that mean the dogs are on commitment watch? Does that mean do- the dogs could add their 20th, 28th commitment of the year with the six foot five, 360 pounder from Creekside High? He's got size 16 feet. His dad played in the NFL, the defensive end position. That's what the Dog Nation conversation is this week. Got out to Creekside High in Fairburn. Got to chat with Makai. Let's take a listen and see if it sounds like he's ready to commit or it sounds like he's going to stretch this thing out and take some time before his next decision. Here you go, Makai Barrow on dognation.com. Micah, you just decommitted, man. How stressful was that? Walk me through how hard that was. Man, it was, it was a lot of hate. Got a lot of hate, but I kind of zoned the hate out and just – I did what I felt was good for me, and I had a lot of support to help me through the hate. Mike, it sounds like, I mean, every big man's got a big man nickname. What do people call you, man? Is there a great nickname for you? Has so, anybody came up with one yet? The co- the, my coach, Coach West, he calls me Mountain Makai. I, I, Mountain Makai, that's, that's my big nickname. Makai, when you get on the field, what is your job? Like, when they man you up with a center, what, what what do you have to do? What is your job description? My job is just to put that center right there with the quarterback and the running back. How often does that happen? Every play. Do you ever get a look against the other guy and they like get a couple reps of you and they, they start getting really wide-eyed or whatever? Do they start yeah. going, oh, my gosh. Some some guys just – they just fight through it. But some other guys, they kind of – they kind of – well, we like to call it, they kind of tap out. So People try to cut you at all? A lot. How do you feel about that? Probably not happy with that. I'm not, but it's 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 what they have to do. If you were a guard, weigh 260, you'd probably try to cut you as well, right? Yeah, I would do the same thing. Uh, Micah, what was the biggest reason for the decommitment? Um, it really was just basically I felt myself that my commitment wasn't um, genuine. I really felt like my commitment was based on the pressure of recruiting, and I, I really couldn't take it. So as time went on, I felt that more, like more and more, I felt like I made the wrong decision and I committed too early. What makes you feel like you committed too early? Like you just didn't see enough schools? Yeah, I did. I didn't see. I only took two OVs. I should have kept the OOV for the fourth week of June to Michigan. Should have kept that. But it really was just, I, I was just in a lot of pressure. Makai, how do you feel? Who do you feel the schools are in it for you now? Who are you going to take a first look at? Uh, my first look would be Georgia, obviously, and then my other other schools I look at is definitely Auburn, Michigan, and Ole Miss. Sounds like you're going to be very deliberate this time. You're going to take it easy. Yeah. You're going to wade your way through instead of just running through or belly flopping into the pool, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. Or cannonballing in the pool. Yeah. What's your what sort of timeline do you think you have right now for your next decision? Um, basically, I'm I'm starting from scratch at this point. Um, taking my time, looking at every option I have. And I'm really, my goal, well, not necessarily my goal, but I'm going to be committed on signing day instead of before because I'm taking all the time I can get. Makai, it sounds like the in-state school, the dogs have been after you ever since you committed to the Gators. Like, did they let, ever let up once you chose the, chose Florida? No, nah, they didn't let up at all. 
they was they was calling me, hitting me up every day. Coach Smart was on me. Coach uh, Scott was on me. Everybody. What does it feel like to be wanted by the back-to-back -back national champions and the number one team in the land? Um, me personally, I don't like. I'm a very like. I would say I'm a very humble guy. I don't really. I don't look at that, but other people tell me like that's a big deal. So, did you grow up a fan of any certain school? Um, nah, only uh, Miami because my dad. Because your dad played at Miami. Mm -hmm. What do you like best about the dogs? Like, if if there's a reason why they're in your top group, what would be the biggest reason why? Um, work ethic. They they work hard, and they always say, if you don't want to work, don't come here. And I want to work. I learned that you have a passion for cars. Yeah. Tell me about that, man. Tell me about your dream car, man. Tell me, like, if you make $20 million in the NFL, what car are you going to buy first? So, honestly, best car, my well, my favorite car, 1969 uh, Dodge Charger. Um, if, I, if I do make a lot of money in the NFL, I'm obviously, I'm going to get a lot of land, uh, build a shop, and just work on cars in there. What color would the Dodge Charger be? It got to be all black. Matte black. Matte black? Matte black. What are you looking for at a visit in Georgia, South Carolina this weekend? Um, I'm looking for uh, definitely a win. I'm looking for great energy, good atmosphere, um, just good things. Why does Georgia want you? Do they tell you why you're needed and what role you can play for? Um, they said they said they need a big guy like me to uh, be a big anchor in the middle of the defense. Makai, what do you think is probably the big things you're looking for? Like you go to a a restaurant, you go to a chicken wing place, you got to look for lemon pepper or barbecue or something like that. What are the most important things the perfect next school for you is going to have? Um, a lot of a lot of love, good atmosphere, great fans. Um, it's just I, I need to feel when I go there, I need to feel like it's home. Like I didn't leave home. I need to feel at home. McAbro. Um, Creekside 5A, I think your coach has told me you're the most dominant player in Class 5A. Appreciate you taking some time with us today. No problem. There you go. A lot of love. Feel at home. Uh, you know, that sort of sounds like Sanford Stadium on, uh, on Saturday. Dooley Field, Sanford Stadium. Some good stuff there with Makai Burrow, Mount Makai Burrow. Uh, dad played in the NFL. Dad played at Miami. Uh, six five three sixty. She's actually lost weight down from about three ninety. Uh, he's a uh, size sixteen feet. Big dude, big big dude. One of those guys that is a true zero tech. Never can have too many great defensive linemen. Uh, three star defensive lineman Makai Barrow out of Creekside. He'll be in Athens on Saturday. Speaking of Athens on Saturday, we've got a list. We've had been working on this list. I think since last weekend. What we're going to do, this would be probably an hour and a half program if I went through everybody that's going to be there. I've got some highlights here. First thing we'll do with our list, as a respect of everyone's time, the full list will be out on, up on dognation.com. But uh, this is the list of undecided targets or non-Georgia commitments. Kind of streamlines it a little bit. I expect most of the 2024 class to be there. Um, the commitments, maybe not Dylan Raiola. He told me earlier this week he might or might not make it. I bet he does because he just loves being inside Sanford Stadium. But you should expect to see most of the commits. A lot of the out-of-state commits, Justin Williams is going to be there. Joseph Jonah Ajanye is going to be there. Uh, a lot of the commitments from out-of-state going to try to make it in as well. But the big list is the guys that have yet to make a move or they're committed to another school. Let's pop up the list here. I'm going to go through a lot of names really quickly. On the third item on our 
Before the Hedge is brought to you by Kroger Big Five. Of course, there's Florida State commitment, K.J. Bolden right there. We got kind of the five stars at the top. Elijah Griffin, he was at Savannah Christian. He was at South Carolina last week. It sort of sounds to me like the defensive lineman at Savannah Christian, 6'5", 285. His top two schools very well might be South Carolina and Georgia. So that's why the dogs need to show out on Saturday. Another guy coming back for his second visit of the year, five-star edge Zion Grady out of Charles Henderson Troy, uh, about 6'4", about 225. Georgia makes him feel at home. Zion Grady wants to see that. He wants to be developed. He knows Georgia can do that. Another visit for the dogs. That can only be great things because he was also in town for the UT Martin game. Caleb Cunningham is a five-star wide receiver out of Mississippi. He was in Athens last year for the Tennessee game. Five-star linebacker Tyler Atkinson out of Grayson High. Uh, Five stars are at the top. Four-star Aiden Breeland out of Modern Day. We mentioned him at the top of the show. He's now down to a final three. Uh, Miami, Georgia, and Oregon. Juan Gaston, big offensive lineman at Westlake High School. About 6'8", about 335. Could be a tackle, could be a guard. Right tackle. That looks to be the fit there for Juan Gaston. He is the son of former... Uh, Georgia Tech basketball player Juan Gaston as well. Really impressive kid here, Cortez Smith out of Parkview High School. Um, started as a freshman against Marietta. He's a top 100 prospect. Looks like should he choose the dogs, he would be another Cedric Von Prawn Granger type. He, plays, he runs track. He competes in the field events. Uh, Cortez Smith is a big offensive lineman, interior offensive lineman out of Parkview. I believe he's a number two interior offensive lineman in the country. Ethan Barbour, we wrote about him on DogNation.com this week. Uh, he's down to his final five. He makes his decision on September the 22nd out of Alpharetta High. Ethan was the guy, get this, folks, had four touchdowns, six catches for 210 yards in a quarter uh, this past weekend for Alpharetta. Some other names here, Avery Gosh out of Franklin, uh, Michigan. He had 114 pancakes last year as a sophomore. Uh, didn't allow any pressures, didn't allow any sacks. Uh, you've got Aaron Gregory, a terrific wide receiver athlete at Douglas County. Alvin Henderson, a running back out of Elba, Alabama, Elba uh, High School there. And then you got Michael Burrow out of Fairburn. You guys just got a chance to hear from him on Before the Hedges, brought to you by Kroger. And we could probably keep adding names. It would look like the crawl before the Star Wars movies here. But that's a good kind of... Names to know right there for our big five right there. Early sneak peek here on Hedges of what that mammoth Georgia-South Carolina visiting weekend looks like. Speaking of a visiting weekend, I want to give you guys a little bit of something here. Somebody asked me about this, and I thought, you know, this is probably a good, as good a time as any to share something like that. And it's, it's simple. I'm going to take about two minutes here. I'll try to do about two minutes. Let me look at the clock. 9.30. So I'm going to look at... And people want to know, like, hey, what is it like for a recruit? Like, what should you look for? Like, you know, when you're in the stands, everybody should look to the tunnel. Everybody should look to the west end zone. That one's the one that got revamped soon into the Kirby Smart era where all the smoke's at. Well, it's kind of like priority seating. First of all, the recruits arrive, they get a meal, they get bussed, or they get SUV'd over to the stadium on game day. They get to watch the dog walk. When the dog walk is over and the players start getting on the field, they matriculate down the stands. They walk onto the field. There's a specific area of the field where only the recruits can stand prior to the game. The media, visiting media, they have to stay on the opposite side of the, 
of the stands, like the basically the stands where the away sideline is, where the students are at. That's kind of where the media has to say. But they watch the team work out. They watch the team warm up. They kind of dap up the coaches. The coaches come by, and when you're watching uh, the sidelines, you can see the really priority targets because those are the ones that coordinators come to, assistant coaches come to, and they hang out with a wa- in a certain spot for a while. The really priority guys get a visit from Kirby Smart prior to the game. And then once they do, they go back up to the stands and sit in the west end zone. That's probably about 30 minutes, 20 minutes before the kick. They get to see everything. The thing to look for when you're looking into the stands, and I'll kind of give you guys some video of this sometime down the road, but if you look at the, the stands, the top targets, the guys that Georgia absolutely wants, the undecided guys, they're normally in the front row. If there's not any of those Aiden Breland types, maybe K.J. Bolden types, uh, Makai Barrow types, uh, if there are any of those guys there, they'll put their core commitments, guys the five stars, the quarterbacks, the linemen, They'll put those guys in the front row, but you can kind of sense how important the recruits are to Georgia, not not just by star ranking, but just where they're sitting. That's a good way to look at it. That's a good way to watch uh, the game and kind of wonder what's going on from a recruiting respect perspective right right there. A couple good minutes there, trying to give you guys a good good look. That was number four on our Dog Nation before the Hedges, before, before the Hedges Big Five. And we were talking to Makai Barrow about cars earlier. And I thought that's a good segue here to look at the elite sports car of the Georgia 2024 recording, recruiting class. That's All-American wide receiver Nikar. Now, folks, Nikar is a funny guy. He's got a little bit of jokester to him. He answers questions. You know, he can kind of play to the crowd. Um, he's, he's a flamboyant player. He's a passionate player. He makes dudes miss. He's a playmaker. He has turned around his career for his senior year. There's a stretch last year where his first four games, he was averaging four catches for 55 yards, didn't have a touchdown. And then over his last 11 games, he's averaging seven catches per game, 120 yards, 1.7 TDs. It is a senior year surge. He really decided to grow up, faced some maturity issues head on, and really got out of his own way and started playing the best football of his life. He's had a viral catch. He's had a four-touchdown game. Nikar, one of the most intriguing commitments prospects in the 2023 class in Athens. You want another Dog Nation conversation right here on Before the Hedges brought to you by Kroger? You want to listen to Nikar after a big game? Check it out right here. This is after Colquitt's 37-20 win against Lee County in Moultrie. That's our this week's Dog Nation conversation. Check it out with Nikar. Nine, what's different about you this year? You've got nine touchdowns now through four games. I think you had 10, 12 the year before. What's different about you this year? Uh, really, I just came out with a high motor. Just, you know, got something to prove this year. I got uh, a coach on my team. He leads the record. I'm trying to break all of them, really. That's why I came out, you know, being a dog. Just got to, you know, come to my dreams, really. What do you got to prove? Uh, I will. I really want to show everybody I'm the best receiver in the state and in the country. That's it. What do you have to do? How do you think you're doing so far? I'm doing great. (laughs) I'm doing great. I'm doing a good job. Everybody telling me I'm doing a good job, and I feel like I'm doing a good job. I'm practicing like that, and I'm going to keep practicing like that. So, So Nye, when the opposing coach says something to you about Norvell can get down here, but Kirby doesn't, what goes through your mind? 
I'm not worried about that. If, if Georgia line up and play Florida State, then we would do it, bro. So I don't even care about it. What's the status with you in Georgia? Still same as it ever was? Like everything, everything. What keeps you committed to the dogs so solidly? Taking good. I see it. You're airing it up. Are you going to the Athens anytime soon? Are you going next weekend for the Carolina game? Yes, sir. What do you love the best about Georgia? What keeps you committed to the dogs? It's just, it's a brotherhood, you know. We win together, we compete together, we sleep together, we win together. It's just, hey, it's just nothing better. Is there a chance anybody could flip you? I mean, like, what are the chances of that? It's a high chance that somebody could flip me. Oh, wow. You're trying to make Dog Nation go crazy, man. <laughs> what would it take? I mean, it sounds like you're really locked in. Really don't. In the class, who are you close with? Like, who, who are the commitments you're really tight with that everybody. you can't wait to play with? Everybody, really. Everybody on the whole team, from the offensive line to the, the linebackers, the DBs, everybody, really. No. What type of receiver would you say you are? If you had to describe your game for somebody, what is it? Uh, I'm an explosive receiver. I mean, I'm an all-around receiver, too, so I'm not one dimensional. I can do everything. So, really, that's it, really. I see myself doing a lot of things on the field. What about when you go to Georgia? What's that? What's that visit about? I'm just really getting that, you know, just chilling with um, my guys, just getting game, watching the game, seeing what they're doing on offense. That's it. Really. How do they plan to use you? Have they ever broken down like what you do best and how you would fit into the offense? Uh, actually, when I get up there, that's what we're doing. They're just going, you know, take me through all the offensive things and just let me know how they're going to use me. That's it. Really. I remember when you committed. You're really animated, you're fun, you're high energy. But you committed with just a simple tweet that said, I'm committed to Georgia. Mm -hmm. Other guys have like top fives and ceremonies. And why, why did you do it differently? You don't have to do too much, man. You know, you feel like you're that guy, and you, know, you don't have to try to make it be known to everybody. It just they'll see you on Saturday night. Now, it's okay for you to still act like a young man. You're still a young man. Mm -hmm. I noticed last year was a significant grow-up period for you. I mean, this time a year ago, if you'd have looked at the way you were going, mm -hmm. I think there were some games you missed for Colquitt mm -hmm. County. It seems to me like somebody got to you and somebody said, hey, man, don't mess this up. You've got a bright future ahead of you. Mm -hmm. Is that valid, like you reached a point last year where you're like, I got to mature so I can chase down my dreams? Yeah, yeah, I mean, really, it was Coach Calhoun coming in, you know, it was his first year here, and we really didn't, you know, understand his rules. And we didn't like him as well, so it just, I had to adjust to a new coach, and, you know, me being me. I was a turd, but I'm not no more, but it just, you know, I had to turn it around. So that's what I do. I turn it around, and I'm doing better now. I think this is my last one, and I appreciate you. Mm -hmm. What do you think you can do at Georgia? Like, what are your goals for Georgia when you get there, man? To do everything. I feel like I can do anything. You can put me in the backfield like we do here. You put me in slot, you put me out wide, I mean, you put me on punt, you put me on all the special teams. I can go do it. Whatever it is, I can do it. Whatever you need me to do, I can do it. You got a message for all the dog fans out there? Go dogs. That's it. Night car. Thanks, man, for Moultrie. Yes, sir. Got to love that. First of all, uh, the young man, you know, he sounds like he's fun. He likes to have fun with the media a little bit, but he likes to have fun with people on social media. But, like, folks, you got to remember, some of these young people are very layered. And he was a guy that sent out a commitment tweet. He didn't have a top five. He didn't have a ceremony. He didn't have a hatch ceremony. He sent out a tweet that says, I'm committed to the University of Georgia. And he said, that's just kind of the way he rolls. He's like, he's like they'll know. I love this part. He had this answer. He said, they'll know who I am when Saturday nights come around.
that's pretty cool, especially in this area of era of social promotion, especially even for wide receivers. I mean, I, most, I mean, people might lie like this. It's not very old fashioned, but most incredible wide receivers, they're wired so tight. They're emotional players. They're passion players. Think about a guy like George Pickens. Um, you know, they like to talk to those cornerbacks because cornerbacks like to talk. So it's, it's a lot of times you see these players and they find their best football when they're disrespected or they're challenged. I also love the part of Nykar, the Nykar story there where he said, he even called himself out. I think this is a before the hedges first. He said he was a turd last year. And I love that how, you know, young people, they're going to make mistakes no matter how much of a spotlight is on them. But as they become adults, they learn how to say, you know what? It's not I mess up. It's what I do after my mistake to make it right. And Coach Calhoun, Sean Calhoun at Colquitt County is one of the best coaches in the state. He calls it a humongous turnaround. 100% he thinks that Nikar, once he started going to class every day, once he started practicing hard, once he started playing hard, like all those things, everything else in his life kind of came full circle. He'd never played better. And this is a young man, Nikar. Like he, he can change direction. He can do those hairpin turns on the fly on the field. But the best change of direction, but the most evasive moves is how he's kind of turned his career around when it was going in the wrong direction a year ago. Love to see this. I think Nikar is going to do great things for the dogs. And I wanted you guys to hear that story, see that story, and see a little bit about Nikar right there in the 2024 class. Speaking of the 2024 class, that's your five-pack. We just got that sucker down in advance of the South Carolina weekend. Now it's time for our weekly slides. I always call them the table stakes each and every week here on Before the Hedges. Let's start out with the 2024 class breakdown. And folks, we got to put a news alert in there. If we had an emoji, we would put a big flashing red light because we got a commitment addition to the commitment list right now for 2024. Take a look at this. Same guys on offense. And let me do this. Um, I thought a really quick way to go over guys that I expect to be in town. Um, I'm going to go through the offense here. Uh, Ryan Puglisi won't be able to make it. Dylan Riola probably will make it. I'd expect Nate Frazier, Nate Frazier to be there. He's actually taking his official visit to Georgia after his commitment this weekend, I look for Dwight Phillips to be there. Nikar has told me he'll be there. Sokovi White has told me he'll be there. Wait and see on Nitro Showtime Tuggle. Uh, Jaden Riddell and Colton Heinrich, I think those guys will come later in the year. Maybe for Missouri. I know the Riddells will come for the Missouri game for sure. Uh, Marcus Harrison, Marquez Easley. Marquez Big Easy is supposed to be there. Uh, Malachi Tolliver has been in the stands every week. Daniel Calhoun, I would look for him to be there as well. That's your offensive side of the ball. Drew Miller slide right here. The guy keeps punting. He was banging out 58, 59 yarders this past week. Still playing quarterback, still being the dual threat. Flip over the defensive side of the ball. You've got a you've got 10 commitments now. Uh, Justin Green, I expect him to be there from Mountain View High School. Uh, Quintavious Johnson Jr., he was there last week for Ball State. I'd expect him to be back out of Mays High School. Joseph Jonah Ajanye, we mentioned him earlier this week, the five earlier in the show. The five-star from Oak Ridge High in Tennessee will be there. The five-star Justin Williams will be there. Four-star linebacker Chris Cole. That's the recent commitment. Another top 100 name. You see stars there next to the names. Those are top 100 prospects that are on the Georgia, the future Georgia defense. Chris Cole will be making his first ever game day visit to Athens, Georgia. I'm sure Sanford Stadium, especially after what Tonka did at South Carolina, is absolutely going to blow his mind. 
He's been to Virginia Tech a lot. Uh, he got to go see Tennessee play Austin P last week, and now he gets to see Sanford with a pretty good flex for a, at least an evening, early evening game as well. Uh, DeMello Jones and Ellis Robinson round out your uh, defensive side of the ball right there. Recruiting snapshot, always a fun, always a fun read. Look at that. Number goes up to 27. I think Georgia will probably add about three more names to the list. Still number one nationally, 16 to 10. Offense, defense, special teams, 16 to 11 commitments, SEC footprint, non-SEC footprint. There are nine commitments from the state of Georgia. Uh, look at this balance now. Offensive players among the 10 highest rated commits, five offense, five on the defensive side. Um, Chris Cole's commitment, even that thing out. Two players among the top five highest rated commitments in the class. Something to think about there. Look at that. Six top 50 commits, 12 top 100 commits, 18 top 150 commits, guys. That's getting into the greatest recruiting class of all time, not just how they play on film, but what it's going to look like on paper. Something that people forget right now because things are going so great for the dogs. The dogs have the number one prospect in the country committed, the number three prospect in the country committed, and the number 11 prospect country in the committed. Those are three core five stars right there. That's your recruiting snapshot. And, hey, top targets. I would say it got skinnier because Chris Cole's name was number three. He came off the list. But when we added Mount Mackay Burrow out of Fairburn, Georgia, 6'5", 360, massively mammoth. He's in that 1% human being club. He's now number three. Aiden Breland, he's also in town. He's going to be number two. LJ McRae, the defensive end out of Mainland High School, Daytona Beach. Would be intriguing to see him show up. Not sure if he's going to make it, but he is the top target, top remaining target for the 2024 class. Guys, those were your weekly slides. I sure wish we could hit to the live Q&A part, but a couple things to think about here. I expect Sanford to be rocking. You guys know Kirby Smart has already given you your homework assignment to get loud and get proud uh, for South Carolina in the SEC opener. It's going to be great to see the sideline stacked with recruits. I think the Makai Burrow story is really cool. I think the Nyakar story is really cool. Elijah Griffin's going to be there. The, the five-star out of Savannah going to choose between South Carolina and Georgia potentially. That's certainly what it feels like. That don't, that's no by no means official but those are two schools that really stand out for him. Elijah was there last week. You have another enchilada, a grand entree of recruiting stuff to take a look at inside Stanford. The uh, stands, the sidelines will be thick. They will be runneth over with five stars, four stars, All-American recruits, and we will be here next week. We will be here all over dognation.com with photo galleries, to cover every bit of it. Guys, it has been Before the Hedges. We had some bumps today. We had some traffic. We had some technical difficulties. But the show must go on. Thanks again to the marvelous Miss Mansell behind the glass for making that work. I'm Jeff Sintel. That is your Indel. That is your Intel. We'll see you guys later on the pages of dognation.com. Take it easy, everybody. And see you on Saturday in Sanford. Let's go, I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life, I never settle.